Hi and welcome back to the Everyday Fitness and Wellbeing podcast. It's been a while but back with this episode where I talk to a personal trainer, Matt Evans, based here in Brighton and we talk about his competition, physique competition he did recently and also body transformations, uh, how realistic and how obtainable they are. So just a short one, hope you enjoy it. And as ever, I'm going to leave some details in the show notes and on my website as well. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, and welcome to the Everyday Fitness and Wellbeing podcast, where today I'm sat with Matt Evans, a personal trainer, and we're sat looking out to a very windy sea, aren't we, Matt? Yeah, uh, a windy just, ocean. Exactly, just off uh, Brighton Marina. So, Matt, I wanted to quiz you on... A recent competition you did, but yeah. first it's best you explain who the hell you are and what who, you do. Who am I? I am uh, Matt Evans. I work at the gym group Brighton. I've been a personal trainer for 12 years and uh, self-employed. And uh, yeah, I've been in the fitness industry for pretty much all my life, really. That's all I've ever done. All right. So what, as a teenager, training I in the... Literally started training when I was 18 because uh, I was a lanky long-limbed six-foot-four boy and decided I wanted to get some muscles and not be teased about being looking like Peter Crouch anymore. <laughs> so, do, do you think there was a confidence thing? Yeah, there? massively. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got right. teased at school and stuff about that. and So I was just as soon as I was 18, I was like straight in the gym. Sure. Literally straight in the gym. And, uh, yeah, and then basically I built a career out of that. Well, it's all I've ever done. I've been a self-employed personal trainer since I was like 21, so... Ah. Yeah. And so recently you took part in a competition, mm -hmm. which I want to dig into the preparation of how you actually yeah. got there. Already you've given us an insight into the fact that you've been in this lifestyle and industry, so yeah. that's preparation. But I want to be more specific to what it took. Yeah. Um, no worries. I mean, what competition am I on about? Well, tell, tell but me. Well, it was... Uh... It was in was it August 27th. I did the men's physique class uh, over 182 centimetres, 182 centimetres. Men's physique class, what on earth are you talking men's about? Men's physique. But basically, you've got your classic bodybuilding. So you've yep. got your bodybuilding, massive guys. And then you've got a branch off that to make it more mainstream. They decided to bring in men's physique, which was guys who uh, have more attainable physiques. Like, right. not chemi try not to be chemically, look chemically induced, look sort of like a beach body, so you'd be wearing board shorts instead of the tiny little pants. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, so you did a competition to look like Adonis. From being, yeah. being a skinny, skinny little rake, skinny teased, rake. you've come all the way yeah. to standing up on stage yeah. to do this sort of competition. Full, yeah, full on. Standing on stage <laughs> in board shorts and getting judged, yeah. It's quite uh, an experience. It was good. It was uh, the UK BFF um, in uh, where was it Dartford, just uh, near Kent. So that's where we did. I did it, and it's a big arena thing. It wasn't massive. It was just like a theatre, but it was it was it was really good. Yeah. No, I want to talk more about that. Now, the, these competitions, they appear to have increased in popularity. Would you say? Mm, yeah, or? massively. Like everyone seems to do them. Because to be a bodybuilder, you have to be one hundred percent dedicated. Ten years. You know, more than likely going to be doing some sort of steroid or, you know, they were natural bodybuilders as well, but you're going to be at least training for at least probably, say, 10 years. Um, whereas men's physique and, and, and women's bikini, um, stuff like that, classes like that, you can 
they're kind of more attainable in a sense that you can look like a healthy not saying that bodybuilders don't but you can look you can look like a beach body sort of like have a great six pack you know be very symmetrical and then you could step on stage in board shorts your judge your legs aren't getting judged so which is a big key point bodybuilders obviously have huge huge quads and that takes so much time to build whereas if you're a men's physique competitor you're just judging your upper torso really mm. um so that means it makes it more attainable for people to have a challenge, get really lean, get um, get dry, look really good, ripped, and get on stage, basically. It just gives them an opportunity to do it without standing in pants and being judged on your whole physique. You're just judged on the upper body. I know that sounds like, like mm. weird, but... Well, the thing is, as I listen to you, and I'm not making a criticism, this, this podcast is very much geared or I've been trying to gear it towards um mm. Joe Blogs yeah. and everyday fitness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because of I understand what you're saying and probably the listeners do as well, but it's with your background it's very much from a fitness professional's mm. um way of looking at that competition. And yet on a daily basis mm. you're working with people Coming Joe to you, Bloggs. Joe Blogs, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I also want to ask you is how is your take on it? Having been there and done it, having gone from skinny to I'm going to take the Mickey here, Adonis on <laughs> yeah. stage, <laughs> yeah. and then on a daily basis dealing with say a middle aged man who's mm-hmm. who wants to just to aspire to be able to <laughs> see see his toes past yeah. his belly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I had to think about what to say then. <laughs> um, Sort of, you've got. I think you've got a, a unique perspective that I feel it'd be nice to share. Yeah. Sort of on an everyday fitness level, and interestingly enough, this whole transformation of twelve, you know, twelve weeks, twelve weeks, etc. Mm. Um, for a fitness professional, for someone like you, yeah. yes, very obtainable. Yeah. How? I'm not saying it's not obtainable for Joe Blogs. Yeah. I feel that there's a few people in our industry who who make these claims and give mm-hmm. those who can do transformations a bad name, yeah. as if it's going to be easy, yeah, as yeah. if you can, as, as if everybody can do it within yeah. twelve weeks. I know I've yeah. kind of gone off topic here from yeah. the competition. To well, no, I mean in a way, because I, I spent ten weeks dieting for my show, mm. so you, you could say that if you give someone gives someone like twelve week program to get in good better shape you could say it's similar things but you take an average person who doesn't train very much and you say you cut their calories down you put them in a massive deficit and you're going to get them to lose weight there's no doubt Mm. but how much have they learned in that 12 weeks about really to sustain what they're at you know I I had a purpose which is to get on stage you know if somebody has a purpose to do a photo shoot or they have a purpose to do they just want to get a bit slimmer for the holiday but then that isn't a sustainable way of living. Like you, you can't say, "Oh, forever live in this deficit." You can't. You have to. There's more to than transformations in the sense of teaching people healthy eating patterns and how to look at food and understanding food and not having this. Either I eat everything in the fridge or I eat nothing in the fridge. Does mm, that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Like because sure. a lot of these transformations, yeah, they might they might be they might at the end they might have a six pack and they might be, but they couldn't sustain the diet they've been doing for any longer than twelve weeks because they were burnt out. 
Does that make sense? So yeah, it's not a sustainable way of living. So then when mm. they go, well, what do I eat now? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then there's no one there to help them, or there's no one there to guide them and say, you either need to bring your calories back up slowly, because you can't go back to where you eat before, because you'll just you'll just put on loads of um, like fat. You, you're, you're probably more likely going to be slightly obsessed with looking the way you are. Having abs, I know I was after the competition. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, when you're lean and you've got your abs out, you feel great, you feel confident, you feel great. Yeah, but but, yeah. It, but it's it's very much a psychological thing of like it's not sustainable. It isn't mm. sustainable to be dry and looking mm. lean all the time and being totally totally shredded. It's like, um, so the thing I have a problem with transformations is is that are they a sustainable way for the person to live no they're not they're not sustainable they haven't taught them unless they're teaching them about more dietary stuff and they're getting a grip with it but the, the, most of them aren't it's like quite crash diets in the sense of just do this and you've got a sheet in front of you and it tells you to eat broccoli chicken I'm not saying everyone's like that not, mm. not all of these transformation people are like that I'm not saying that I'm just mm. I'm just saying that it if you, if you can pro- teach somebody how Sorry. to learn to do with food and, and have a healthy relationship with it and understand what they're putting in their body and, you know, you're going to have a, a more consistent person who can train mm. like that for and look like that or roughly like that mm. for the rest of their, their, rest of their days, mm. which, is, which is the goal, is to have somebody healthy for the rest of their life. From the point yeah. they meet me, I want them to enjoy exercise from then. At that, from that point, they, they decide, oh, I want a personal trainer, I want Matt. From that point, my goal is to make them enjoy what I enjoy, and that's fitness and being mm. healthy and make it more of a priority in their life. And if I can do that, if they can go away from me, if they don't train with me anymore, but they've gone away from me and they've outgrown me and they've decided I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to be more active, I want to go mountain biking, things like that, mm. I've done my job, in my opinion. But just, just if I gave someone, got them abs, and then that's it, and then they go back to the way they were, I don't feel like I've done my job. That's okay. There's a lot there. Sorry, yeah. No, no, I got a rant. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, so we're not slating transformations. Oh, if, no. if anything, it's yeah. it's good for anybody being consistent and making a, a mm. healthy change. Yeah. It's just that sustainability. Yeah. Afterwards, and I guess there's similarities mm. with the competition. Yeah. So let's let's go back to the competition yep. and go back to the start. You trained, you were dieting for 10 weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, day one. Day one. When did you come up with the idea? What made you come up with the idea? And then how did you go about it? Yeah. Well, I always wanted to do a show. I always loved bodybuilding. I always loved the the show side of it. You know, having great physique. I always loved that. But the confidence thing of standing on stage is a big thing. You know, posing is, a, is always a big thing. I'm not that into all that posing and loving myself and all that sort of stuff so for me it was a challenge to experience it to experience what it felt like to get that lean mm. to then get on stage to then just know the feeling of being in, the, in that sort of deficit as well like and seeing what I'm mentally capable of all these things deficit yeah what do you mean by deficit oh deficit like being in a calorie deficit being in a massive calorie deficit so my maintenance for me is normally around I'd say three and a half about th- between three and three and a half thousand calories. So the average man is average man usually two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah. average man. I'm I'm six four. You know, I weigh like two twenty five. So two twenty five pounds is about ninety. It's about over a hundred. It's about hundred kilos. Mm. In fact, it's pretty much hundred kilos. Mm. Um, so I take a lot of energy to sustain what I am. But 
for the show, I got down to 1,900 calories. So that, that, that was peak week. That, that was when I'm coming up to the competition. So two right. weeks out, I was on 1,900 calories. Mm. Now, I'm not really having many. I'm not really having any carbs. Um, it's so that so I'm not having like it's it's it was tough. I mean, it was tough. I was hungry all the time. Mm. You know, all these things. And you're still having to train now. How often? Yeah. If we scroll back to you being on usually on three thousand, yeah, three and a half thousand yeah, calories. Yeah. How many? It's a little bit skewed because you're a personal trainer. Yeah. But let's just get it out there. How many times would you generally train? On those three and a half thousand calories in a week. a week, I normally train between six. I train six times a week. Six times a week, and is, is and that then cardio? It, is that weights? It's weights, predominantly weights, and then I'll mm. chuck in some maybe some um, hit training or some sort of cardio. But I am very active as well. I, I play tennis. Mm. I go for hikes and mountain bike. I, I try and be active. So even on the day off, I'll still do stuff. Right. With so regards very, to... It's very much your lifestyle. Yeah, it's what I love doing, yeah. But yeah. I can't sit still for very long. Right. Like sitting in his car now is struggling. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we were at a cafe, a yeah. open air, just before it started raining. It's windy so. and raining. Yeah, but uh, so you had to create this calorie deficit. You Did you increase your training regime of six times a week or did you? No, no, I kept it. I mean, I had a few more rest days to I mean, when when I'm on that low, the training isn't going to be very good. It's mm -hmm. going to be kind of, you know, I'm not going to grow. I'm just going to be getting leaner. So it's just maintenance, keeping the muscles, um, trying to stay strong, stay pumped. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be growing or anything like that. So the purpose to it was towards the end of the, the last two weeks was uh, just to just to keep the blood going, the muscles look, keep myself looking good, keep pumped. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, it wasn't. It was never a sustainable way of training. That that it was, it was just a purpose of just to get as shredded as possible, burn calories, burn fat. The thing is, you've already laid down the foundation. Yeah. So hence, you were shrink wrapping. You, you were just shrink wrapping. I'm shrink wrapping what I had underneath uh, my my body fat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, middle-aged man or or woman. Yeah. Um, or let's say, I mean, I've, I've found this quite intriguing because mm. social media, we've said it's increased in popularity. So much, yeah. Uh, the, these competitions. And I'll see on social media, there's a lot of young, young guys who've yeah. got loads of time. Yep. They may not have, I'm assuming here, they may not have mortgages or children. Mm -hmm. um, and they're able to dedicate a lot of time yeah. to going down the gym yeah. and focusing incessantly on their food, yep. etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we look at the average person who yep. sometimes struggles to get down the, they'll be happy to get down the gym twice, yeah. maybe three times a week. Yeah. Some of you know your our clients where they'd be happy to just do one weights, one or two weight sessions, or they may be obsessed with cardio yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just want to yeah. do, uh, because they like it and they feel good yeah, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. No. And just as important for heart health, etc., and the other benefits of cardio. Yeah. But to get to the point, how would they, let's, let's try and imagine, how would they go from, I do a little bit of maintenance fitness, yeah. To actually getting on the stage, on is it stage. even realistic? Or are we? T well, from little to to stage. The mm -hmm. um, thing is, you need muscle maturity, and that takes time. A lot of years of weight training. You know, um, yeah, you, you could do it, but you need to set yourself years to do it. Like it's not a short term thing when it comes to getting on stage or something like that. Um, you can obviously diet. You could have a purpose of maybe dieting for a photo shoot, or you could have 
like just set yourself up a photo shoot or set yourself a challenge or something you can have a purpose like that that's that's great but the stage is getting on stage is is no by no means any it was something i did for me mm. purely for me it right. wasn't right. wasn't it was just purely for me to experience it and do it i mean average, the average average person in the gym there's so many more factors to their life i, I live in the gym pretty much that's my, that's my right. job i sure. mean that's i mean i'm lucky in that sense as as to what it is but when you're you have to look at somebody else's life in, in a sense of there's so many more factors to life than just training. You know, if you're trying to fit it in or you've got this little in time, depends how much they want it. There's so many factors that come into um, doing something like that, undertaking a, a challenge. And it can be, the challenge can be broken up. The end goal could be to get on stage in, say, two, three, three years, something like that. But you just keep setting yourself little goals if it's just to get a little bit leaner set yourself away a little, a little bit of this sustainable and and learning and enjoying the process of weight training and so you're saying anything. it wouldn't be realistic for um an average 30s 40s mm -hmm. and upwards to entertain in uh, in say two months three months six months to be to be on stage as such unless they'd had a, a similar background well, the thing well. is it's open to anyone can get on stage of course, of it's, course, it's yeah. not like they're going to go no you can't do it if you pay and you're willing to do it and you're willing to diet you can but it's how you want to if you're comfortable to get on stage and know that you're not going to be in competition with these guys who are there mm. who are some of them are pros some of them some of them they look incredible when i when i was there I was dwarfed by some of these guys. <laughs> Honestly, they were they were amazing. Wow. They looked incredible, and you know, you, your ego takes a bit of a bashing when you stood next to someone who looks like that. And that's from someone who yeah. trains six yeah. days yeah. a week. Honestly, and is that? <laughs> but some of these dudes, some of these guys, they they are they look incredible, and it's and and they when you're next to them, you feel a bit dwarfed and this that. So it's quite. It's quite a humbling experience for me. It was quite humbling in the sense of also my competitive side came out, but you know it was also it was just it was it was a good experience. So to go from that to standing on stage, you could do it, no doubt. But would you be comfortable doing it? I doubt it. That's the problem. You wouldn't enjoy the process. You probably might not enjoy the day. You might not enjoy uh, the, the the glamour side of it, being on stage and and saying that I'm a I've been on stage. I've done this. You know, if that's what if that's what you all want to do and go and talk about it, you can. Sure, of course, you sure. can do that. Anyone can do that. Sure. But if you're for yourself, like I came away and I felt I felt good. I felt good about it. I, I was proud of myself. I'd done dieting. I knew what I wanted to do next. In the sense, I want to get back on stage and do it again. But I wanted to, this time to do better. Mm -hmm. You know, that that was that was my challenge. But but yeah, I I, I wouldn't say it's because you see all these things on Instagram. You know, YouTube things, all these things—they're great, but but they they do breed this sense of you can make lots of money out of doing it, or you can be this way, or you or it, that's the be all and end all to have a six pack all the time. Most of these people don't have six packs all the time; they just put, they only post pictures of themselves that they do. I mean, so they yeah. so they'll they'll be in they'll be in great shape for a set amount of time, and then they'll take as many pictures, do photo shoots, and then they'll just put those put those pictures up. They won't show you when they're bulking or when they're off season, when they're, when they're not like going to go on. Stage and they've got more carrying more body fat and they're growing. 
So does that make sense? They don't show that always. Mm. So you, or they edit the pictures. <laughs> Do you, know what I mean? you can never you can never know what you're what you're looking at. It's an image that yeah. it can be. It can, so the stuff they can do now is crazy. Wow, wow. it's mental. They can adjust it and twist it and make you look mm. like you've got twenty inch arms when you've actually only got like fifteen inch arms. Do you know what I mean? Wow, it's, uh, you wow. can do all that sort of stuff of now. I have to admit, they, I haven't researched the competition side of things mm. until really speaking to you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's something I'll, I'll do a little bit more research on yeah. myself as well. But, you know, it's hearing from the horses now, someone who's, who's been there and had a go. Yeah. And, and you're happy with where you placed, so to speak? I mean, I didn't place at all. I, I didn't even, I don't even know what I got, but it was, I was happy to get on stage, happy that I did what I did. It yeah. Was, it was really good experience. Um, and next time, I would like to place top three or try to, mm-hmm. you know, but there's no reason why I couldn't. There's no, I'll, I'm happy to work hard and everything like that. But for the first one, I was happy to get out there, do it, experience mm-hmm. the dieting. And I, it would have gone either way. I would have hated it or I would have loved it. And mm-hmm. and, it, and it went the way that I really enjoyed it. So yeah. people there were lovely. Everything was really good. There was no arrogance. There was no, there's all these assumptions you make about people with muscle, but they're actually normally highly insecure people. Who, who don't um, who don't think they're good at all when really so when you speak to them they're actually incredibly normally quite humble or like they're like really oh I look good yeah I mean I, when, I, when I stood next to this guy he was massive and I was like you look amazing mate and he was like really mm. oh thanks mm. and he really appreciate he was like really do you think so and I was like yeah and I and I thought expecting him to be a bit like oh yeah no cheers mate but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah but no but the the way that you know, a lot of people who have these muscles and stuff, they always tend to come from either an insecure place normally. Mm, it's mm. quite a, yeah. What tips would you give for someone Sorry. having a go? Or, or What, to get on stage? Well, I think we've covered that really, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Well, maybe in a nutshell, someone mm. who comes to you tomorrow, says, tomorrow, I want to be on stage. I've never done it before. I'm only at the gym three times a week. But, you know, I do a, I do a body pump class. I like that. And I do a bit of spinning on a mm. on a Thursday, mm. and um, I've recently done the five two diet. What do you reckon? You have to completely change a lot of stuff in order to get on stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna have to start training some weights, doing some, getting some, building some muscle, getting some, getting a physique underneath the body fat, getting having something to shrink wrap. So there'd be a more repl- a more structured so plan. much yeah massive plan massive goal it has to be a long that'll be a long distance goal so it's not a quick fix at all no it's, I mean if no you if you've already got a great physique and you've been doing it for X amount of years and you look amazing you've got the foundation, already yeah. you've got the foundation you're like oh give it a go boom mm-hmm. yeah you you could do that there's no doubt but if you're going from zero to stage the you're just gonna be in for a big shock as to regards to the dedication it takes, the selfishness as well, it's a big key, the selfishness of it. To to sacrifice your eating and your your maybe my girlfriend was was like <laughs> she was like, Oh well you can't do that. You can't go out for meals, you can't do this sort of stuff when you've got certain things you're eating, certain calories you're hitting. You just can't do that sort of stuff anymore. You can't go out drinking with your friends, you have to turn down the chance to go to barbecues because you're gonna be surrounded by food that you're thinking temptation or Having or having or being there, and then everyone's like, "Oh, so how's it going?" There's lots of things you're going to have that that are going to be obstacles, and people saying you might. I, my girlfriend said I looked like skeletal when I was like, my face was gaunt, my cheekbones were showing. You know, she'd never seen me like that, 
and she was like, oh, you, you look really gaunt, you look really like, you look really, you don't look that good. Okay. But then that's why they spray you up with that tan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why you pretty much get it. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that. What on um, earth is that tan about? Yeah, that, I, I, I know, but let's tell the listeners. Yeah. Why on earth are they trying to look Afro-Caribbean? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lights are so harsh on stage, when you're on stage, you look normal. Mm. So you, you look like you've just got a really nice tan. You look great. You look like you're really healthy. But then when you get off stage, you just look mental. I look mental. It was me- it was amazing. I sent pictures to my friends and they were all like, what the hell have you done? <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. And the stuff doesn't come off for ages. I was like, <laughs> a week later, I was still scrubbing my legs trying to get it off. Uh, and it's for definition. Yeah, yeah for definition. Yeah, yeah sure, so, you can, sure. so the lights, you can see all your, your muscles and your abs and all that sort of stuff. Okay. And you look great. You get oiled up before you go on oiled up as well yeah like this this yeah this oil stuff they put on you and it's um yeah it's really it's, it's quite it's good it's good fun it's, it is good fun. it is fun you're like all shiny and pumped and you're like woo yeah. crazy crazy <laughs> yeah. crazy crazy it's good and there we have it thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed it i certainly did and listen up for the next one thanks again bye-bye